Who is Razia? This comes from Pakistan and is written by Father Joe Joyce. Razia is a Pakistani woman of small stature and a big heart. She has known the Columbans since about 1985 and from that time has been involved in bringing education to the women and children of brick kiln workers in the villages around her home in Juanpura, Sheikhapura, Punjab province. This is her story in her own words. My name is Razia Bakat. I was born on December the 12th, 1965, in Hafizabad Parish, Punjab, about 50 kilometres from Sheikhapura. I was the youngest of ten children with five brothers and four sisters. All of my brothers died when they reached the age of five. Nobody knows what kind of illness caused their deaths. My birth brought no celebration or joy, but disappointment and sorrow. My parents wanted a boy. My mother refused to touch me. However, after a while, my father lifted me and hugged me. She will be lucky, he said, and told my eldest sister, Soraya, to clothe me well. My mother refused to feed me with her milk, so I was fed buffalo milk all through my childhood. When I was born, my family lived in a mud house, but soon afterwards they were able to build one of brick. I saw this as a sign of the blessing of my birth. I went to school when I was five years old. It was thought that there was no need to send me to be educated, as I would be married off. However, my father wanted me to go to school. He, he was a brick kiln worker, and he used to bring me to school on his way to work. He always gave me great encouragement. At the age of 17, a marriage was arranged for me with a man from Juanpura, Sheikhupura. He was a brick kiln worker, an only son, illiterate and poorly dressed. I had no desire to marry him, but his family insisted on the match, and my family hesitantly agreed. My eldest sister, Soraya, who used to look after our family while my mother was working, had gone to study nursing in Karachi in the south of Pakistan. My father took me to Karachi and wanted me to stay there with my sister and not return to be with my future husband. But after a short time, I returned to my hometown of Hafizabad and there my future husband's father showed me great affection. Still, my mother did not want the marriage to occur and offered my future husband one of my sisters instead. However, he refused and I was forced into the marriage. I was 17 and he was about 27. I immediately conceived and had my first child, a healthy boy I called Navid. This made me very happy because now I had someone to love. Two years later, I had another son, Vahid, but a big fight broke out with my in-laws around this time, and I left Juanpura and went home to Hafazabad. My husband came and took the children back, but my father-in-law persuaded him to consent to return the children to me. And some time later, my daughter, Sumira, whom I nicknamed Shanda, the moon, was born. She went to school in Havasabad and was a smart little girl. I worked at home dressmaking, 
but after a long time in my hometown, the catechist from Shekhapura Parish came to visit me and informed me that there was a course in adult literacy starting there and that I should go for training. My husband gave his consent. And that was how I began my career as a teacher. Columban father Tommy O'Hanlon started me off with about 20 children between the ages of six and seven. Five literacy centres were opened. I was very happy with this new development in my life. It was about this time that I met Columban father Joe Joyce. And one day he came to visit and because it was heavily raining, he told me that it would be better not to go out to check the schools and I appreciated his care for me. Some weeks later, another big rainstorm came and there was flooding. It was then that I received the news that my second son, Bahid, had died of dysentery. He was a brilliant and loving child and I nearly went insane with grief. I stopped eating and wept continuously and when I got back to my strength, I opened a nursery school in a brick kiln about two miles away from Juampura. Then another tragedy took place. My ten-year-old daughter Samira was killed in a road accident. And once again I was back in the depths of grief. And after four months in this state, I became fragile. But little by little I recovered. Fathers Tommy O'Hanlon and Dan O'Connor gave me great support. And at this time a women's group was being formed in the parish. A Filipino Columban lay missionary, Miss Gloria Kanama, invited me to attend a course with her in Multam. I took my youngest child, Jamshed, with me because he was still being breastfed. In our monthly meetings, we could share our sufferings and problems. We used to choose a text from the Bible, usually about women, and apply it to our daily lives. One day, a man named Rodney came to visit our house. He belonged to a group called the Pax Swedish Foundation, and he asked me if I would be willing to teach the children of the brick kiln workers. I accepted, and in 2000 I opened a small school for 30 children and women. The number of children gradually grew to 130. The Pax Swedish schools closed in 2010, but I continued to teach for a while, however, until the living and travelling expenses became too much for me. In 2013, I talked with Father Joe Joyce and explained the situation to him, and he agreed to give me financial support. Soon, I was even able to employ some extra teachers, and now, with the ongoing support of the Columbans, I have been able to provide primary education for hundreds of children. I remain most grateful to the Columbans and their supporters for all they have done for me and through me for my people. May God bless them all. That story, Who is Raza, comes from Columban father Joseph Joyce, lives and works in Pakistan, where Razia continues to teach.